two. We are back, 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 back. They said we would never show our faces again because of the disgrace we face on a every time we make an episode, but we come back and defy the odds every time. Today, I don't know what you're talking about. Nah, I'm, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't even pretend. Today we are joined by activists, spiritual uh, gurus, leaders in their community, and party activists. Of course, I'm talking about Chad and JT, the party brothers, also known as Chad Goes Deep. Oh, that one like threw my nose all the way. Was that a sneeze or a cough? It was kind a of sneeze. It was a sneeze, but like it was all through my nose. Ugh. Bro, I felt that one. <laughs> Good thing I don't, my nose isn't really stuffy because I felt like two hot <laughs> jets of air through my nostrils. That could have been a mess. Anyway, party bros. Awesome, excellent dudes. I'm actually really excited to have these two guys on. Uh, you guys may remember them from, they go to city councils and lobby for the rights of bros. For example, they wanted to bring unity to Huntington Beach by erecting a Paul Walker statue. <laughs> they pitched that to the city council. They also pitched, uh, they, they went to the LA city council to lobby against, you know, clamping down on parties in the Hollywood Hills because they say that parties change their life. They're great. Um, I don't know how deep I need to go in their discography, but recently they were in, actually, super viral moment they had in Huntington Beach, which they were on, like, Ellen and Howard Stern. They were just handing out free masks, and people were, like, coughing in their face and telling them to kill themselves and all this horrible shit, so really interesting. Uh, today's episode is sponsored by Honey as well, and please remember that if you click that join button on YouTube, you get this episode a day early and not a dollar short or day late. It's a day late and a dollar short. It's a day early and a dollar in your pocket. You pay us, though. We don't pay you, so... This, the saying isn't really <laughs> applicable to the situation at all. So today's episode is brought to you by Honey. And with that being said, please enjoy our our uh, really fruitful and productive conversation with the Party Bros. With us today is, uh, well, the channel is called Chad Goes Deep. But there's actually, we have two protagonists with us, JT and Chad. Uh, the also dubbed the party bros, social activists, and uh, party enthusiasts. Do you believe I've described you guys correctly? Yeah, I think that's perfect. Yeah, I like party enthusiasts. Yeah, we started as party enthusiasts. Now we're activists, but we're both at the same time for sure. Yeah, I think both those things can certainly live together. I don't see why not. <laughs> well, why does um? Why does Chad get all the credit and the channel name? What's where's where's the love for JT? <laughs> well, Chad Chad started it without me, and actually, I was like a little bit reluctant to jump in because I'm a little bit lazy. <laughs> and then um, after he, I helped him write this speech for for uh, getting a statue for Paul Walker, which was our first cause and probably the one dearest to our hearts. And then <laughs> after that kind of got a lot of attention, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm all the way in now. But the wheels were already kind of in motion, so. As I, I think it, Chad is the straw that stirs the drink, so and he works way way oh. harder than me, so I'm 
I'm just grateful to be on the ride with him. But sometimes I do get a little bit jealous. But uh, <laughs> I'm just super grateful to my dog. Yeah, well, you're too kind. Yeah, it, it was kind of. I mean, JT's got a genius noggin, so you know he he's really the, the brains behind those uh, a lot of those speeches, and uh, so. Yeah, it was kind of like once once we we kind once we kind of hit big, it was the two of us. But like the original channel was Chad goes deep. But um, I think I think I think we've sort of been able to solidify the Chad and JT name mm-hmm. as a pair. And sometimes we try. Like Chad has tried really hard. Like when the Hulu, we we got a. It sounds like I'm bragging now, but we have a a development deal at Hulu. And like I was on the text chain, and Chad was like, "Yeah, say Chad and JT." in the headline and i was like oh my dog's got my back and then they put chad goes deep and i was like well chad tried his best there you go yeah you guys seem like 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 total bros and i have to say i find it quite charming how sweet and uh caring you guys seem to be not just about each other but just kind of about the world in general when you think about bros uh you don't necessarily always you know that's not always synonymous with sweet and caring how did you got, how do you find a couple of bros that are just so sweet and charming and nice? Um well yeah, I think that's what we've always how we've always been and with our activism we've tried to sort of present this new kind of bro cuz like you know bros have gotten a bad name in the past 20 years and rightfully so. I mean there's a lot of uh bros out there who have ventured into the realm of being unchill. Mm. Um <laughs> But, uh, you know, our squad, you know, it's, it's we've always been very sweet and just happy and fun. And we love good times and being inclusive. So I think with, with our activism, we really wanted to portray that to the world. Like there can be nice bros out there who, mm. you know, love everyone and they don't they don't have fun at other people's expense and mm. stuff like that and stuff like that. You yeah. guys might you might be called a new breed of bros. One might be able to say about you guys. A new breed of bro. <laughs> that sounds chill. I'm into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think progressive. I got. I got lucky too. I grew up with a lot of really nice, hot dudes who were like, could have been douches, but they were actually pretty chill. And and even beyond that, they they, they were like like vir- virtuous guys. Mm. I was probably the biggest douche out of the crew because I was upset <laughs> that I wasn't hot. And then I just kind of learned that. I was attracted to being around nice people because they made me feel better. So then I was like, all right, well, I'll try and do that in the stuff I put out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very, huh. that's a really wholesome uh, insight. Yeah. yeah. Are you are you guys' parents chill? <laughs> that's an interesting yeah. too. I mean, our <laughs> our dads are for sure alphas. Um, <laughs> my mom's super chill though. What do like, you mean I, by alpha? My mom and I are, are pretty much one in the same. We're like, she's like, I love my mom so much, and I love my parents so much. But yeah, our, our dads definitely come from like the. Or my dad, you know, it comes from like the very stoic, you know, get shit done. Is he a um, unchill bro? Is that what you mean by alpha? No, my dad, no, no. He's very, he's very sweet actually, but he's very sort of like, I do pull ups, I go to work, I eat steak, mm. and I'm kind of that way too, but with a little more stoic, I guess. Mm. <laughs> I know exactly the, uh, what you mean. Add to the mix, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's the sweetest too, so he, he's definitely a. I'd consider him a chill bro for sure. Oh, that's <laughs> JT. What yeah. about your dad? I, the reason I asked that, of course, is because you, I just wonder where you get this really nice world outlook. I wonder if your if your parents are chill bros. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents are super loving, very charismatic. My dad was a really like um, hard driving business guy, very mm-hmm. like uh, kind of entrepreneurial. And then my mom is like the life of the party. I would say both of them are 
pretty intense and pretty alpha, but that they both are really uh, caring people too. So I think I just kind of, I think I could see my dad sometimes like aching to be a chill bro, but Mm. he just had to work so hard to get to where he was that chillness got lost along the way. Like he couldn't Uh, afford to be chill. mm -hmm. That's interesting. And then Mm -hmm. I was in a luckier position where I was like, ah, but life's a little bit easier for me, so I can probably be chill. And then I don't know if that's necessarily correlates. Like you can't be chill and get past hardship, but it makes it. That's how I perceived him. Chill is a little bit of a privilege then for... Sometimes I think You have so. chill it, it privilege, could, yeah. do you think? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, for yeah. sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, is that the first time you've been asked that question? No. Oh, no, it's not. We, 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 we ponder it a lot. Because yeah, I see you guys have been doing a lot of interviews, so I'm trying to hit you with the uh, with the hine a little bit. Dude, you came in hot. Yeah, yeah, you came yeah, in Yeah, I don't think we've had the Chad Goes Deep question, but... Um, yeah. I'm there stoked to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are you guys, I've noticed you guys saying alpha a few times. Are you guys alpha? What does it mean to be alpha? Because you almost are using it, well, I'm not quite sure how, are you using it almost like a, do you want to be alpha or not alpha in the bro code? It's a good question. These are great questions. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I grapple with it. I think I have like an aversion to being alpha. Like I, I kind of associate it with dominance and, and overcompensating and, and, uh, and, and like, unfairness but but there's moments where i definitely want to be alpha so i think i'm always struggling with finding a balance between getting stuff done but then also still being you know happy for others and kind of perceiving the world as right. a place yeah and it, I, I think yeah i mean chad and i talk about that once once in a while it's definitely something that comes up where we're like how can we be like people who get stuff done and then i think actually a lot of comedians act like they're not alpha like their public personas are very like self-deprecating and like, oh, I'm like a dope. But then like, if you actually saw them behind the scenes, you'd be like, no, you're kind of like a, a gnarly badass. <laughs> but, but they don't want to like present that, I guess. Mm. So is that what you're yeah. telling me that you, you, are you doing that right now? <laughs> Dude, he's I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I grappled with it too uh, when I was younger. Because I was always very passive, and uh, I was like, you know, in high school, people were like, you need to stand up for yourself a little bit more. And, and I was like, but I was always just so, like, happy-go-lucky. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, but I've sort of made peace with it where I'm like, you know, I, I don't think I venture into the realm of, of beta, per se, but it's like I'm, I'm, I'm passive, and, like, I like being, you know, nice to everyone and just having fun. Um, and I think I've been able to make my way through life that way and it's, it's worked to my benefit. And so, I, yeah. Um, but but I was, I, yeah, go ahead. Jason. I always thought it was cool when like, if someone would like take a jab at Chad, he would just kind of laugh and roll with it mm-hmm. and it kind of mm-hmm. diffused the jab in a way where I was like, oh, he's almost above like the alpha beta. He's the omega. Kind of thinking. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> oh, might be yeah. Oh, like, thank oh, you so much. <laughs> <laughs> without being oppositional to it, which I thought was like kind of the, the maybe most effective way to go about it. Right, that, that is, finally yeah. is. Chad, can may I, may I notice a coincidence about you that maybe you can address? Mm-hmm. You, yes. Chad Kroger, is the exact name of the singer of Nickelback. What a strange yeah. coincidence! Uh, when uh, t- what do you think about that coincidence? Or uh, it's very Dude, odd. Uh, if I can be real, it fires me up. Every day. I mean, I'm a huge Nickelback fan. Mm. 
uh, photograph rock star. I mean, you, how you remind me that you know I, I love jamming to those songs. So <laughs> I'm just honored to to share the name with with such a, a a talented singer. Was there ever a point in your childhood when Nickelback became famous, and then you're like, oh, there's another Chad Kroger out there? Uh, mm-hmm. Did your life change at all when that happened? I think it made me more confident. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I share the same name as this, like. Cause I was listening to How You Remind Me. I one time I was going to like Taco Bell with my buddy Devin, and How You Remind Me was on, and I was like, "This song I is, that. yeah." You I was like, "This is all time." Devin, I remember him telling me about that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Impactful story, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Dude, this song is all time." And he's like, "Well, you know, you share the n- same name." And I'm like, "All right, I think I'm gonna make something of myself in life." Damn, and you've held true to that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I hope I do. You, I wonder if maybe you'll become the greater Chad Kroger. Is that your hope? Um, maybe you'll. Maybe I, when people hear Chad Kroger, they'll no longer hear think of Nickelback. They'll think of Chad Goes Deep and JT, the the alpha, or I mean, really the alpha brain, but the Omega, uh, Omega, Omega, <laughs> bro. <Yeah. laughs> you guys get what I'm saying, right? Dude, yeah, I get yeah. it so well. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know. I think I think in an ideal world, you know, we'd have like uh just Chad Kroger's sort of uh dominating all all areas of the culture, you know, like music, that's Chad Kroger, Nickelback, mm. maybe activism, but me me and JT together, so Chad Kroger and JT, so um but I don't know if I'd ever want to surpass him in legend status. I think I always want to stay on par with So my let own. me ask you this, if you find that your legend is growing alarmingly fast or are you going to dial it back to not uh to not surpass the master the sensei chad kroger original i think i'd just hit him up and i'd be like dude you better start working on a new album <laughs> right. Like, right yeah uh, let's 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 rise together my yeah, dog yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah All and Chad's it's like that poem from Akila and the bee and coach carter i think it's by marianne williamson about how you don't help the world by dimming your own like mm. you know huh. <laughs> when you shine, you give other people the permission to shine. So I think the more Chad grows, the more he'll inspire Nickelback to just keep putting out thoughtful rock and roll. Beautiful. Uh-huh. All they say there's, I think a Confucius said, all Chad Kroger's rise together. Dude, yeah. I love Confucius. A rising yeah. Chad rises all boats. Dude. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> oh, exactly. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. It. I feel like we're on the same wavelength, you guys. I really feel like we're connecting already in the short time. Completely. It's yeah. awesome. Stoked I mean, to be playing like a round of together. together. We're just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> so when did you, first of all, I'm wondering, how did you guys meet? You guys are so well connected. I feel like you guys are even in the same room, just like on laptops in different parts <laughs> of the living room. Is that what's going on? <laughs> the That's lighting kind of hit the yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you guys are yeah. pretending you're not in the same place. <laughs> yeah, what up, JT? What up, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how'd you guys uh, meet? Yep. We actually met at this rager. Hmm. Um... Our buddy ben, Benji was throwing a rager, um, and it was kind of a flop, to be honest. You know, like um, Benji's dad w- wouldn't bail, and and it was just like kind of you know, like I remember at one point Kellen said he was going to go make a quesadilla, which is like going to kill the party. So <laughs> in a moment of desperation, I got the Mount Chugmore four hose beer bong from my truck, and I was going to chug it with Kellen Reese and Landon, and then. Um, but Landon couldn't because he was on antibiotics. So uh, JT stepped in, and once he twisted the nozzle, it was like a cosmic connection. 
So you guys connected over mm-hmm. a beer bong. Yeah. And I just knew right away, like he had the vibes I was kind of looking for in my life, like was the kind of person I wanted to be around. I was like, oh, okay, we're going to be bros for a minute. And then uh, we kind of lost track of each other. And then we both kind of circled back in our 20s and we're like, hey, like I saw what he was working on with the activism stuff and he, he thought I could help out with that. And then we just kind of, uh, I don't know, started clicking and, and we've been kind of inseparable ever since. Yeah. What about that yeah. beer bong? Just, I feel like, was it he hit it super fast and hard and he released the the lever i mean what 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 were the 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 fizzle the carbonated pops in that uh, oh well he, he was incredible at because i'm not very good at beer bongs but he yeah. could open up his gullet in a really smooth way where the yeah you can see from the way the alcohol's coming down in the tube mm. how someone's dealing with it you can tell if someone's pressing back against it if they're resisting it mm. and mm. he just had a smooth pathway and the beer just flowed down effortlessly and I was like, that's really good technique. But even beyond that, it was like, dude, he got the beer bong to get the party going. Right. And I just, right. I respected that initiative. Mm. Like a lot of people were just sitting back and they were going to let this party die. Mm. And Chad was like, no, end. I'm not going gently, bro. I'm mm. getting the beer bong and we're going to fucking get this thing going. Excuse my language. And I was like, all right, that's the kind of person, that's the kind of person I want to be around. Do not Chad gently into that uh, dark night. What is the saying? Yeah, we will not go gently into the night. We will survive today. We su- no, you're not doing Independence Day. You're doing church. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm doing church. Yeah. Okay. But do not chad quietly into this. Oh, dark no, it's night. not church. Yeah. It's a into poet. The, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's like. Larkin? Well, well, T.S. Eliot, maybe? T.S. Eliot? Bill, Bill Pullman said Independence Day. We will not go quietly into the night. Is that it? Yeah, yeah that's think, what I could I think he ripped off that poem. Yeah. But basically, <laughs> do not chad quietly is, is what I was getting at. It's We're, funny because I feel like uh, Dylan Thomas. Sorry, can you oh, read the quote for us? But Chad, instead of like go, say Chad. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, I'll go quickly as well. I'll go quickly to the poem, but not into the good night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, please. Chad, do not go Chadly into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the Chad. Mmm. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, yeah, and, and uh, that was beautiful, JT. But yeah, yeah and, and also when, when JT hit the beer bong, like, the thing I love about JT is his emotional IQ is, mm. like, mm-hmm. surpasses anyone I know. And he's just, like, he oozes passion in mm. his vocabulary. Like, it's his, just his dome. It's just, like, his intellect is, like, it's it impresses me every time. So, like, I'm always, he always one-ups it. So... The way he hit the beer bong, I could see like the passion and also the the empathy, and the way he he chugged it. If that mm. makes sense, like he was like, he's like, I'm with you, and we will not let this party bust. You know, it's interesting and how he, much he, you can tell about someone from a beer bong. Yeah, yeah, for real, yeah. right? I've yeah. always thought that. I feel like for Ethan, the party would have started with the quesadillas. But. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I guess maybe, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a party bro exactly. Because, yeah, <laughs> the quesadilla is just the start. Yeah. Well, if he would have been making quesadillas for the whole party, maybe, but it was a mm. solo uh, venture. So we were like, dude, you're, you're kind of just taking away from the energy we need from you. Yeah. Like, it, it's kind of, you put too much pressure on your boys, but when there's a party and one of your boys kind of like just goes off and starts doing his own like internal thing you're like hey we kind of need you here Mm -hmm. to like keep the party strong yeah yeah how did you guys get uh, involved in social justice because i feel like that was a beautiful new chapter in your guys's life and i Mm -hmm. feel like your social justice really has resonated with people tell me about how that got started uh well 
We were first introduced to like civic duty and city councils because this this pokey shop uh, Slam and Salmon was going to get closed. I think for like zoning laws or something. Mm. And so you know, we went with a bunch of dudes to talk to the council about how good the pokey is. You know, like like Max there, if you know him, like he he'll put on togarashi, ponzu, avocado, bamboo rice, and overload it with salmon. Right. And so we were like, we need to keep this dude around and. Um, that was our first introduction. And then, and like, you know, uh, around the last election time, we just saw that the country was kind of really divided. Mm. And uh, we were like, what, what can we do? Like, what, what brings people together? And JT and I just sort of looked at each other and we were like, Paul Walker. Oh, Paul Walker? Um, I thought you were going to say Pokey. Oh, that too. I mean, for sure. Uh, but but then, Walker, like, yeah. For sure, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Paul Walker and Pokey, I mean, you can't beat that combo. Forget about so. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I hooked up with JT and we, we uh, wrote the speech together. Mm. Actually, and, do you guys uh, mind if I watch the video? Is that okay? Yeah, go for yeah, it. I kind of want to catalog yeah. your guys' illustrious work in activism. Uh, uh, can I set it up so they can watch along or should I just play it? Uh, Last Dan. time it was so laggy, the website. Well, you guys are familiar with it, so maybe you can just listen. Is it on. yeah? Is it okay with you guys if you just hear it? Yeah, yeah. whatever way you guys want to do it. I'm just gonna yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and play some an excerpt here. So this is the San Clemente City Council. Is that where you guys are from, San Clemente? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm from next door in San Juan Capistrano, but essentially, I mean, they're they're. Well, I shouldn't say they're interchangeable, but they're right next door to each other. Okay. Yeah. So here we go. You are pati- and by the way, how do you get into the city council chamber? Do you just show up? Like, how does that? It's work? open to anyone. Any oh, citizen can go in there and say that I want to comment on either stuff that's on the agenda or public comment, which means basically anything, and they will give you your three minutes. That's amazing. Yeah. And how do you get the footage? You know what I mean? Is yeah. that available to the public too? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. It's public domain, so they have it on their website, and you can just download the whole council video. Huh. Mm. Yeah. How long did it take before the video went up after the speech? <laughs> Dude, actually, we didn't even put it up. Like, a, a journalist was there for the San Clemente Times, I think, and Good he page. threw it up on their Facebook page, and <laughs> it went viral from there. No way. Wow. So, yeah, so no one even really knew <laughs> it was us. They're like, who are these, who are these dudes? <laughs> uh, and then, so, yeah. But uh, then we put it up after. We were like, this is us, and people were like, okay. <laughs> So you guys were you guys were not looking for media attention. You were there simply to to spread the word of Paul Walker to bring peace and unity to San Clemente and the fine. globe at large, really, huh? Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's watch. Let's 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 see what this is all about. Incredible that they haven't upgraded their uh, video technology since hey, the city was founded. Hey, at least they have video technology. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. Right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what up, Council? My name is Chad Kroger. First, I just want to say I'm truly honored to be here. Uh, to be in a city where you can have a surf session and then go to a city council meeting within the span of an hour, I think that just shows that the American dream is still very much alive. So thank you. <laughs> All right, to the serious stuff. I, uh, I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Mm. I'm a freelance journalist, and after interviewing hundreds of people, I've witnessed firsthand the ever-growing divide between Americans and families torn apart over political differences. It's in times like these we need a unifying figure we can all turn to, a beacon of headlights that can guide us down the dusty road. 
I was 11 years old when my first love, Ashley, betrayed me by moving to Newport Beach. I felt lost, alone, bummed. And it was in that melancholy that my dad took me to see The Fast and the Furious, where for an hour and 47 minutes, I transcended my worries because I had just met my new hero, Paul Walker. Afterwards, at Carl's Jr., I thought about what Paul taught me. I think the most inspiring thing was the fact that even after Dominic Toretto beat him in that first race, Paul still managed to bed his sister. Pretty inspiring. <laughs> and another thing is the fact that he still saved Vince, even though Vince was flexing on him the entire movie and questioned his love for tuna sandwiches, um, which I think is a true testament to his character. I wonder if they like Vin Diesel. And I just want to go off book That's here. You know, question. it wasn't just yeah. Fast and the Furious. He inspired me in a ton of other movies as well. Uh, Skulls, Meet the Deedles. They must Eight have Below. been like, what in the fuck <laughs> am I? So ultimately, I'm going to skip to the end. So I want to see the proposal. Oh, you have another bro here. Who's this bro? Uh, that was uh, Bodie. Oh, Bodie. Oh, Bodie. Part of the Paul Walker initiative. Yeah. Just real quick. Best known for his installation of White Cube 2003. Uh, the new Fast and the Furious is fast approaching. It comes out next month. And <laughs> so we don't have much time. Um, so I'm just going to ask you guys straight up. How can we get started? When can we break ground? You- <laughs> right. Do you have any comments? <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll let you guys think about that. Yeah, Thank well, you so I'll much. <laughs> so you are petitioning the city to build a statue to Paul Walker, your hero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was the reception? How do you find that the city council receives your 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 ideas? Uh, for that one, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they took it as seriously at first, uh, right. but the reception nationwide uh was pretty awesome i mean you saw how many people loved paul walker and and like it it was like it just sort of um yeah reassured me that like you know a lot of people were like yes we do need this statue so i was like all right cool like people are on board so i think that spoke to the council and they become more well, friendly with would us you be in favor since. of say like replacing the washington monument with a giant statue of paul walker hmm which George Washington? George Washington? Yeah, George Washington. The Washington Monument in DC. I just mean what I mean to say is that maybe you're thinking too small, like San Clemente mm. is just a kind of a small beach town, but I'm thinking maybe we go bigger. Washington DC, <laughs> you know, National Monument. Thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, I mean Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to be do they have a good break there? I'd like I'd like Paul's statue to be surrounded by pretty solid waves. Oh, um, Washington D.C. I don't know if they have a solid break. Potomac doesn't go off. That's a really yeah, good point. Not. Maybe he wouldn't be honored there. <laughs> but Maybe. I was thinking we could just replace the Lincoln Monument with the with Paul Walker. <laughs> yeah, That'd Lincoln's pretty cool. dope though. <laughs> yeah, I think. Let's leave the yeah. Lincoln Monument. Um, um, we talk a lot about Vin Diesel on this show. Do you guys have mm-hmm. any thoughts yeah. about his character? Yeah. Love him. <laughs> yeah. His performance in the first Fast and the Furious, I think, is one of the most commanding performances of my lifetime. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really does. He just He's just like this. He has this gravity to him where you're like, yeah, that's the leader of an outlaw a crew good. that drives, you know, 10-second cars. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
thank you today to Honey for sponsoring this episode. We all shop online. And listen, we've all seen that promo code field at checkout, and it taunts us. It humiliates us. <laughs> it dares us to. I says to you, I dare you to go spend an hour scouring the Internet <laughs> for a code because, you know, you could save five, ten, twenty, maybe even in this case, a hundred and eleven dollars and fifty cents. This is totally real. Yes. <laughs> Tell me about your experience saving with honey. Um, I was just shopping on Levi's the website. Mm -hmm. And some stuff were already on sale, so I would have never gone to look for a coupon on top of it. Mm. I just assumed it was already like a pretty good price. Um, and I have Honey installed, so when I was just doing checkout as regular, it showed me that it's a hundred dollars off of two hundred. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's insane. That's literally like fifty percent off. Exactly. Yeah. Here's how Honey works. Uh, it's a free browser extension that automatically searches the internet for promo codes and automatically applies the best one it finds to your cart when you're checking out. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, ranging from tech, gaming products, popular fashion brands, and even food delivery. Imagine you're shopping at one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupon. <coughs> Pardon me. Honey's like, no coughing. No, I'm kidding. They're chill. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch as the price drops. Boom. As Ela has proven, mm -hmm. it works. And honestly, for me, Honey is like a game changer. It's ridiculous. It's just so yeah. fun. You're like, oh, shit. I literally would have spent this money. Yeah. wasn't for this totally. magical plug-in. Um, <laughs> Honey has found it's over 17 million members, over 2 billion in savings. Wow. That's nuts. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free, installs in a few seconds, and by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid. You'll be doing us a solid. You'll be supporting this podcast. It's a win, 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 win. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash h3. That's joinhoney.com slash h3. This is one of the comments that one of the city council members had to say about you guys. May I read it to you? Mm -hmm. Yes, please. He said, I guess every generation needs their Cheech and Chong and Spicoli characters, but Chad and JT fell way short in their efforts. I enjoy a good sense of humor and wish they had used better material that would have made them funny instead of predictable. <laughs> How do you guys respond to the ch to uh, Chris Hamilton, council member? Dude, that's good. It's good constructive criticism. We'll come back stronger the next time. Yeah, it, it, it actually kind of cracks me up. Like we did Laguna Beach one time. And the council member afterwards was like, this was solid, but it's not your best work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, yeah. I wonder if the count, the uh, all the council members in the area are just waiting for the day that the party bros enter their chamber. <laughs> that happened in Newport. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. What did they say when you walked in? JT, do you want it? Uh, like, we just, I, well, I, was, I was just backing chat up, uh, but, like, it was funny too, like at the Newport Beach one, like the mayor was wearing rainbow sandals, I think, at the meeting, mm. which we were like, okay, this is a chill meeting. <laughs> and then when Chad came up, the, the mayor was like, Chad Kroger? <laughs> Wait, 
literally said it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he was Which like, this awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You guys are getting too, maybe your activism efforts are becoming too renowned. You guys might have to go up north or some somewhere to another coastline where people don't know you as much. Yeah, we, we went to Delaware last year. And um, it was interesting seeing the contrast in, in city council meetings. Like, they were mm-hmm. a lot more... You know, I don't think they were wearing rainbow sandals no. at that meeting, and they they were not down with our cause because uh, we were just you know we 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 had a we came there for good reason because the University of Delaware their ragers were getting a little more restricted, so mm. we came to to appeal that. Uh, but yeah, so we're, we're starting to venture to to more different states and to say what up to the. That's good. There. I think it's important to spread your activism. Mm-hmm. I mean, California's benefited so many, so much from you guys, SoCal particularly, that I think there's yeah. a lot of youth and not just youth, but really just general population that could benefit from your guys' kind of missionary work, even at this mm-hmm. point, I would call it. Do you guys ever consider going to other countries to spread Stoke and uh, activism? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. we'd love to do Chad Goes Deep in, like, Russia or China. Russia, yeah. Think, China? Yeah, China seems really appealing right now. I yeah. Think they... <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot to investigate. So I we'd, love we'd love to go that. in there with an open mind and just bring our dang vibes to what's going on. Yeah. Damn, I would actually love to watch you guys go deep in China. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Well, dude, I, I, after our last video, they were, like, reaching out. Uh, <laughs> oh, the Chinese yeah. government? <laughs> oh, well, not the government, I don't think. Uh, but like some news networks, uh, they want us to come on. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah. After the mask video. Oh, they, oh, they're trying to do anti us propaganda over there. Yeah. We didn't deduce that immediately, but after other people explained to us how media works over there, we kind of got hip to what their angle might be. Dude, ah, Chinese government wanted to use you guys as propaganda. (laughs) No, you're like, no, thank you. We're doing our own propaganda here in the United States. Not really propaganda. It's just kind of the truth, but. I wouldn't necessarily trust that in the hands of the Chinese government. Yeah, and we're, yeah. we're pretty open-minded, too. I mean, we'll go on a lot of different platforms, and so we were like, oh, maybe we could like get our message in even through Well, they'll just translate channels. it and be like, yeah. Yeah. they'll be like, you know. We'd have to be live. It would have to be live, so we know that they wouldn't... Uh, Edit, right? Yeah, take yeah but they would just out. put subtitles, possibly, that just yeah. totally fuck you guys over. <laughs> Oh, that'd be pretty we'd, hilarious. Yeah, we'd have, we'd have to put in one of our boys to translate. Bring like, in a we'll Chinese do... bro, a Chinese speaking bro. Oh yeah, our boy Strider yeah. used to teach English in oh, China. Oh, dude, nice. yeah, yeah, str- yes, yeah. Bring a dude. bring a, a Mandarin speaking bro to translate live. That would yeah. be. Oh, epic. dude, that's a dude, really. I love that. Yeah, Strider would He's, kill that. Oh, dude, he come in like, what up? And <laughs> just starts <laughs> translating. Dude, I know he could he could do it well for us too. He he'd get the vernacular in there. Now, yeah, now sure. I'm excited. Wow, I'd love to send you guys to just like Ethiopia or Brazil or somewhere. I just want to see you guys spread. I think you know a lot of these countries are developing, and I think like introducing you guys might speed up the development process. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, oh, thank dude. you. Yeah, yeah, be a catalyst for acceleration. I'm yeah. down with that. hundred yeah. hundred billion. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, going back a little bit, the first time I saw you guys, you were advocating for uh, partying in the Hollywood Hills. I'm gonna. Do you guys mind if I pull this up and watch it for a bit? No, please do. Uh, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Next speaker. Yes, sir. Identify yourself. What up, Council? My name is Chad Kroger. <laughs> um, I'm an activist and house party enthusiast. 
Over the past week, I have been in a state of deep despair upon hearing the news that L.A. is trying to outlaw house parties in the Hollywood Hills. I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. <laughs> house parties were the bedrock of my development as a young man in San Clemente. My first introduction to manhood came when the captain of my water polo team, Boomer Kingsley, asked me to shotgun a tall can of Bud Light in front of the whole squad at his end-of-the-season bash. His parents were in Tahoe at the time, so we tore that weekend up. It was epic, and I was super stoked. My newfound confidence gave me the courage to ask out the most popular girl in school, Lauren Stockholder, to prom that year. She rejected me, and I had to go with Stacy McMillan, but I didn't care because I was so amped on chugging with my boys. That's what house parties do. Raging at house parties is the truest Thank way you. to party. Whoa, 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 whoa. Next speaker, please come now, this, in. That struck me as rude how we cut you off. Were you out of time or? or? Yeah, I was out of time. And that uh, actually, that's Herb, Herb Wesson. He's, he's like one of our best friends now. Oh, for real? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a legend. I was yeah. going to ask how you guys kind of are received in these, in these city councils where they don't really know what's coming at them. I think at first they're a little thrown off because, like, we're so passionate hmm. and we're coming from the heart, you know? And it's like, I think I think we're, I think a lot of them inside, they're, like, leaping with joy because they're, like, finally they're talking about stuff I want to talk about, you know? Things that matter. Like, like, like partying, mm-hmm. you right. know, and, and not, and not like, um, you know, street lights or whatever. Homeless people about. and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Feeding <laughs> the homeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you get different perspectives on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's funny too is like LA, like the people or just different places, like sometimes the people who speak before and after us are even kind of more absurd than us sometimes. Sometimes we're a welcome relief because we're we're being pretty chill about everything. That's true. Yeah. You guys are not hostile of all things. Actually I didn't yeah. want to cut I I definitely wanted to enjoy uh JT has a has obviously an impassioned speech as well. So let's watch it. Oh, thank you. Identify yourself. What up, council? My name is JT Parr. I am also (laughs) here to defend parties in the Hollywood Hills. I grew up like most kids, worried I couldn't bench two plates, that I wouldn't fit in, that I wouldn't find love. Then I discovered partying, and suddenly all those worries went to the wayside. I didn't need love. I had keg stands. (laughs) I discovered I was great at raging, and it revealed wonderful things about myself. I could relate to bros regardless of what kind of bro they were. I could be at a party and moon people and everyone would laugh, you know, be witty. (laughs) Or I could play beer pong and compete with real integrity. In short, I fulfilled my potential. (laughs) If you outlaw house parties, you may keep the volume down, but an externality is that you may keep people from bonding. America needs bonding. People need to put aside their differences and find common joy. Mm. There's no more effective environment for that than a freaking rager. Mm. This is best exemplified in me and Chad's relationship. We were star-crossed. He a surfer, me a bodyboard. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to welcome uh, JT, you would you consider LA that like your um, I have a dream? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, because that is my dream, is for everybody to rage and, and not be judged by you know, uh, superficial differences, but by the content of their partier. Mm. Yeah. Do you, what was the law you guys were lobbying against, by the way? What, what was it they were trying to, you guys were, were, you know, fighting against? What was it they were trying to do? Yeah, well, I, I was, I was literally, I was at the gym and I was like doing sprints. Mm. 
so I was fired up mm. already. And I saw on the news, like on the local news, is like L.A. City Council making move to ban house parties in the Hollywood Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really investigate much further beyond that. I just mm. saw what I needed to see, and I hit up JT, and he was like, "Well, let's go to the council right now." So next morning when they met, we just cruised over. Mm. And yeah. did, and did they follow through with the law, or did you guys enact change? No, they followed through. Yeah. (laughs) I think they were shutting down people who were renting Airbnbs and having like 300 people parties. Yeah, Yeah. because it was like destroying the neighborhood. And then I was like, well, sounds like the neighborhood needs to get a little bit more dank. Yeah. Yeah, I think if destroying if that if that's what destroying the neighborhood is, then tear my neighborhood up. You know what I mean? That's for sure, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Um you guys had a actually you guys had a really viral moment recently down at Huntington Beach. You guys were attempting to be what I cons- really considered being good bros, handing off free masks because there's a lot of people out there without masks and I think you know it's easy to assume well maybe they just didn't have one, right? I think that's what you guys were assuming when you saw mm-hmm. people without masks. Yeah. Yeah, like I I surf Huntington a lot and we get pokey at Bear Flag a lot, mm. which shout out, they have the best pokey. And, uh, yeah, we just saw a lot of people weren't wearing masks, so we just assumed, you know, naturally that the supply chain was boned up. Sure. Yeah, of course. So you guys went out there to hand out free masks, but the reactions were actually quite hostile. Did that surprise you? Or many of them were? Um, I don't think it was totally surprising. I think, Mm -hmm. uh, people don't like being told what to do, and we we kind of understood that, uh, before we went out there, Hmm. you know? Um, I, I, I often related to like my little league experiences where I didn't want to wear a cup. I thought they were just cumbersome. And then oh, that's it a wasn't, great analogy. Yeah. It wasn't until the third baseman on my team, Simon got drilled, uh, where you wear a cup that I realized the importance of taking like safety precautions. Oh, that's, that's such a good analogy. Yeah. So I think sometimes for people, they, they, they will react hostily, but, but once they are affected by something, they, they tend to tone it down. Well, yeah. some of the people were really hostile. I mean, one dude like coughed in your guys' faces. Did that surprise you? Yeah, that scared yeah, me. D- yeah. Definitely surprised. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, we were uh, a checking out. Yeah. You guys spend yeah. a lot of time around unmasked uh, people. Are you? Have you been tested for COVID? Have you been worried about COVID? Um, I was worried for sure. I mean, it was it was well, what like three or four weeks ago now. So, uh, I was worried for sure after it, and I just sort of hold up in my apartment after. Um, but I haven't been tested. I haven't experienced any symptoms, but I've been super safe and just wearing a mask and pretty much staying by myself. That's good. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. been tested three times, actually, and I'm, I've been fortunate to come back negative with all of them. I, I was really, really scared at first, like too scared. I, I have kind of like hypochondriac tendencies mm. where I always think I'm sick, so this was kind of a bad uh, you know, setting for me. Um, but I've actually kind of adjusted to just this new normal and, and the way i've kind of feel better about it is i just try to work out a lot and take vitamins and, mm-hmm. and just be as healthy as possible so if i do get it hopefully i'll be all right that's yeah. a good approach mm-hmm. you must have really been freaked out when that dude coughed on you yeah no that that's yeah good. yeah actually like I, I was a little more scared than jt i think at that moment because <laughs> right. jt was more like jt was like reassuring me he's like we were six feet we were six feet <laughs> I like, that's, I I mean, know, that, but, you know that's a crime should we, actually should we show that yeah part? i will show it but I, I that's, to, yeah that's why we blurred the dude's face because oh. after the reaction of the huntington one we were like oh we don't want it was chad actually called me and was like hey we have to like 
Huh. We have to look out for this person. Like, I don't know. People are reacting to the video very emotionally. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like we, we should blur his face. Which you know what? You guys, I, I are, you guys are the sweetest bros. I mean, the guy didn't deserve <laughs> that. But yet you guys, I think the bro code really even extends to unbroly people. I'm learning about you guys. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Hopefully, yeah. 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 That's yeah, fine. I, mean, I, I was, uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, never mind. Um, I was really surprised, actually, with the video. Um, Even though I know a lot of people are refusing to wear the mask, it was just shocking to see it in that way. And Mm -hmm. this video was going so viral, it was being sent to me by random people, too. Oh, really? Yeah. People in Israel. Mm -hmm. (coughs) And China, dude. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Uh, yeah, we we didn't expect the response. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was pretty wild, and it blew up. You know, within like a day, we were like, "Whoa!" Like this is taking off, probably maybe bigger than anything else we've done. Well, where did it take um, off the most? Because I've noticed like your YouTube channel is kind of small, but it seems like you guys get out way more. Is it? Are you guys big on Facebook or Instagram? Where are people watching your content the most? Uh, Instagram. Mm. Oh, for um, real? Really? What's your yeah? Where do you guys prefer people watch you guys? Instagram, uh, Instagram and YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, it's Chad Goes Deep Instagram, then JT Par 14, and then just Chad Goes Deep YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sort of the, the main ones. But, yeah, it is interesting. Like, I think a lot of times our videos are shared without um, us being credited. Mm. You know, a lot of, like, oh, because yeah. it's, like, yeah. public domain and people will be like, right. oh, this is just, like, a city council. Like, this isn't... Mm. Right. You don't know who we are, so they just, like, the the Paul Walker one, the House Parties one, they just That's get shared around. That's very true, you know. The first time I saw yeah. you guys was one of your random city council clips. I think I saw it on the news or something. And, you know, people are just like, look at these jokers. And you're right. <laughs> I think you guys are even more famous than you get credit for. I think the broness. Oh, thank you. Is, is uh, spreading even even further than you guys realize. Let me Let me pull up. The, the clip of you guys trying to give out free masks. I think the reason why it went so viral was that you guys were so sweet and yeah. nice about it, and then people mm-hmm. were just... It seems like such an objectively nice thing to do. They could just say, do. no, thank you. Right. You know? yeah. The reactions were so crazy. Well, here, let me just pull up a quick excerpt. This is from the uh, Huntington Beach, Solving the Mask Shortage is the name of the video. Chad goes deep. So no, I'm good, thanks. Damn it. Are you pro-mask, bro? Do you want a mask? Thanks. It's all fake, dude. Come on. <laughs> I love that shit, man. I'm good, man. Nah, man. That's, just, nah. that's a fraud, I like, bro. I like freedom, dog. I like, I like fresh air. To shut down the fucking country? That's bullshit, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm good. But does wearing a mask shut down the country? <laughs> when you close down half the economy, yeah. Yeah, I much. think so. But can't we open it up quicker if we all wear masks? Nah, nah. dude. That's a talking <laughs> point on the TV, bro. <laughs> I, I wasn't quite sure... Um, <laughs> I wasn't quite sure what he was talking about. You know, his points didn't make total sense to me. He was saying, <laughs> he was saying that wearing masks shuts down the country. Did you understand what he was saying? I didn't quite. I think he meant just the lockdown in general, like he thought was probably an overreaction to the virus. Mm. Um, and I do think part of the reason people liked the video or re- responded to it was because. We, we got these, this wide range of responses that were all kind of emblematic of just like, uh, I don't know, not logical thinking that people were using yeah. to be against mass. Like mm. some people use religion. Some people think it's the media. Mm. Some people just think like... It's just fake. 
some people just think mm-hmm. it's just fake. Yeah, and we kind of we touched a couple of those different things, and and it didn't feel like people were thinking about it deeply. It just felt like they were kind of just like emotionally responding to it a little bit. That's true. How did like uh, people anti-mask people respond to your guys's video? Online, you mean? Yeah, online in uh, general. Did you guys get there, any hate for these videos? There's a lot of debate in the comment section going on. Um, there's been a few nasty messages, but not you know. Maybe in the single digits. I mean, I I think the fact that we're we were just so sweet in the video. I mean, it's like you can't. It's not like we were, we were like telling people to wear like you need to wear a mask or like antagonizing mm-hmm. them. We were just saying like, hey, hey. if you want free masks, you can have right. them. So absolutely. I, I, yeah, I don't think there's a lot of room to to hate unless you're really really passionate about not wearing a mask. Well, <laughs> a lot of these some people, of those people were in were person. Out. Let me continue watching. Yeah. They say, it's not a mask, it's a muzzle. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not planning on biting anybody, so I guess I don't understand that analogy either, but... <laughs> I can't it's a muzzle. What? what does that mean? Yeah, yeah what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Do you know what a muzzle is? No. Uh, yeah. Who's got you, you guys? Oh, good question. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know. Just a benevolent, superseding intelligence. <laughs> hey, what's up, Rick? So fucking cool. Dude, Rick is the coolest. <laughs> what up, babe? Do you, you wear, wear a mask? God does love me. Do you wear a mask? Fuck, Fuck you. you. What the hell? What the hell did you guys do? That was the crazy, like those two sentences just did not connect. God, God loves me. me. Fuck and you. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. But I, honest to God, like when I when I reflect back on that dude, I know like maybe his thinking isn't helpful for the situation we're in, but like I don't know, he's a pretty hilarious dude. Right. To cruise <laughs> by on a on a bike and just yeah. drop and just that was ready off. To yeah. Throw down. Yeah, dude. Just, just drop just that off. Up in arms. Like he doesn't know. Maybe Chad or I do Muay Thai or something like that. And then he just was like, I don't care, dude. You're just not gonna tell me how to live <laughs> just my fuck life. Fuck you, bro. And, yeah. 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 Yeah, props to yeah. him like, in a way, right? I think that spirit probably helps us with some things, but it's just probably not the right attitude. Mm. It's not the attitude we need right now, but maybe mm. there are times mm-hmm. where we need dudes yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 When he first started yelling at us, I got scared for a little <laughs> bit. And then, and then I started realizing, like, oh, this dude is squared up 24 <laughs> seven. He's yeah, ready to go. Right. So it was like, you know, he was, he was just talking. And then, <laughs> but he stayed under that bridge, I think, for like an hour, just like, you know, squared up just head like, on a swivel <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, i was just scared i was in sandals too i was like i can't i took them off i was yeah, like i can't i can't run or fight such this a dude. funny line yeah <laughs> um did you guys ever actually feel like maybe under threat of violence at any point during these videos i mean kind of like you guys mentioned you should probably be ready to run when you're gonna offer a yeah. mask to someone yeah yeah I- I think I think briefly, you know, but it, it I think we're we always sort of have the, the, the method of de-escalating the situation with radical kindness and just mm. you know, and so I you know if someone really wants to throw down like a, yeah I, I I don't think it's ever gotten to the point mm-hmm. where I'm like okay this this person's actually gonna make good on their threat. Well, let me ask you this: Are yeah. you are you yeah, guys are you guys Good fighters? Do you guys think you could throw down in the event of uh, violence? Um, JT. I, I, I can wrestle pretty good. I think that guy would have beat my ass. He's a yeah. big dude, yeah. Yeah, the, the people yeah. in Huntington who were threat, who got in our face, I think the majority of them, I was like, yeah, this guy will probably 
kick my ass. But I, I <laughs> but I but I feel like I can get away. <laughs> At there minimum, I can get away. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, is that why you guys practice sprinting, just so you know that you can? Because you said you were sprinting in the gym the other day, just kind of yeah, keeping that, nimble at all times. That that's why I sprint, you know, because I'm strictly uh, flight. Yeah, just flight. <laughs> There's no fight, just flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> you got big flight. You don't need fight. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm a, and yeah. I had more mass to give away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's all that matters. Let me keep yeah. watching this. This is too good. What? I think he's oh, coming he's coming back. back. <laughs> Do you need a mask? <laughs> Get ready to run. This <laughs> answer's What else you want? Just to give masks. No, look, it. you're not making my fucking rights and not my rights, first of all. We're just trying to hand out. <laughs> I don't you don't. Do you believe in a mask? I don't. That's cool. Fucking leave it alone. We're just, if you want something with me, come on and get this. No, we're not trying to fight anyone. We just want to hand out masks. Yeah, we're, do you want the mask? Maybe we do a happy hour at Sharky's later. <laughs> Well, we learned a valuable lesson yeah, today. And then here, I've got the the clip here where um, where the dude coughs on you. Let me pull it up. Here we go. No, they're not that sweet, but they're all right. Dude, can I just sit? Oh, dude. He's bad. Oh, oh, you guys have eyewear on. I didn't notice that in this video. That's good. You know, yeah, we rocked goggles for that one, which Fauci uh, just endorsed, so we were kind of ahead yeah, of the Yeah, you guys may have prevented yeah. getting yeah. the virus from wearing those goggles. Who knows? Yeah. That's the sun would get in them, though. It was tough to wear those outdoors all day. I started yeah, getting worried yeah. that I was getting, like, retinal damage, but then I was like, no, nah, people do triathlons and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't see because mine were clear, so I was just literally, like, blind the whole day. <laughs> it's good you guys did but, that, though. Yeah. Um, let me let me get another shot because I feel like I. Yeah, I've got to be so proud of you guys. No, they're not that sweet, but they're all right. Dude, can I just sit? Oh, dude. Jesus, dude. Oh. <laughs> so here's the thing: he came back pretending to get a mask, and then he used it as an excuse to sneak attack you guys. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of wild. Yeah, and I, I was bummed because uh, you can hear in the video I was about to compliment him on his physique. You know, I was like, dude, I just want to say. Yeah, I just want to say you got like like what's your workout, and but then he coughed and it's so, huh. but you know we didn't get to. Well, Jack, you still it. you're still not sure he coughed on us on purpose, right? Yeah, I was like kind of like was hmm. he? It is a little bit questionable. I mean, what? Well, no, he turned yeah. around. He said, "What kind of mask do you have?" Then he coughed and immediately left. Yeah, and... the fact that he immediately left kind of made it seem like it was on purpose. Yeah, I. I don't know. I, I I tend to be a little bit naive, but yeah, I was, at first I was like, I was like, oh, he just accidentally coughed, <laughs> but that doesn't make much sense. You know, and, and the so. thi the thing is, a dude like that who's cruising around without a mask, shirtless, coughing on people—that's the dude who would have the virus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the thing too, because they're being reckless all the time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess sometimes it wasn't even getting our ass kicked. I was like. One of these people probably has COVID, and they're going to sure. be wrestling mm -hmm. me and breathing all over me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. No, yeah. but uh, you know what? You guys got to do the right thing out there, and like you know, like uh, you know, sometimes you just got to march uh, and and risk your own health for the for to to make for the betterment of the world. So that's what you guys are. Are you, are you guys worried about COVID? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I'm masked up. You know, mm -hmm. I'm uh. We don't really leave the house well, pretty much. We moved our podcast at home. We used to we usually do it out of a studio, 
but mm-hmm. we uh, we do it from home now because we we just want all of our employees to be home. Except Dan, he's expendable. You guys saw our producer on screen; he's here with us. Sure, dude. So <laughs> if he perishes from COVID, we can accept that loss. But for the most part, we want everyone else to be healthy. No, right? Yeah. And that's okay. I'm willing to. I'm willing to make that sacrifice. <laughs> now we've no. all been tested. We get tested a lot, and we we wear masks and stuff. So. We're all being oh, safe. Nice. Yeah, we're but being safe. um, we're but, really worried about it. It really sucks. Well, we were in uh, yeah. what, what beach were we at the other day when we were filming? Huntington was it in Newport. Hun- Newport is Newport. Newport. Yeah. Oh, those, nice. So those guys, like, I don't know what's going on, but nobody there wears masks. Mm-mm. Yeah, Newport. Every I think people in Newport are doing so well in life, and they're also like good looking and healthy that I think they think they're kind of like above like bad Physics. things happening to them almost. Right, and right, then, right. Yeah, um, like they're like I crush it at commercial mortgage lending. I right. deadlift like four oh five, and like I I drive wave runners on the weekend. Like nothing's gonna kill me. And I'm like, but bro, I don't know if the virus is like cares about those details. Well, maybe they're right, right. though. On the other hand, maybe yeah. they're right. Maybe the virus is like, ah, these guys, this guy's crushing it. I'm going to go and fight We're skipping else. Newport. Yeah, the yeah. virus is like, all right, Newport, you're chill. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? You're going to go over that real estate developer? <laughs> yeah, come on. No. I don't know. We were yeah. really shocked by what was going on there. It's kind of like a surreal. Yeah, it was Literally, cool. no one was wearing a mask. And everyone was just going on with yeah. their life like nothing is going oh, on. Oh, like, and most of all, like, we were, you know... We rented a boat for a video we were making, and you think that you know in the service industry people would be would be more prone to wear a mask because they're more precautious. Yeah, right. because they mm-hmm. they want to cater to their customers and not not make anyone uncomfortable. But that wasn't the case in Huntington Beach. The coronavirus is doesn't exist. In but Huntington I did uh, I yeah. did bring masks with me and. Um at least the people with us did wear it. Yeah, so Eli made everyone. They wear were masks, nice. Though. They didn't curse us back like in your video. No, they were not. Oh, they were nice. Yeah. <laughs> but we were paying yeah. them is yeah. the difference. Yeah, we were paying them. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah. You know, um yeah. I, I, you guys have done a lot of really valuable activism with COVID, with Paul Walker. But the one thing that I really want to give you guys props on is your small dong activism which is oh, obviously uh, something that affects many men, including myself. And Oh, uh, what up, dude? <laughs> yeah, welcome to the squad. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the frat, bro. Uh, thank you very Glad much. Glad to have you here, dude. Uh, thank you. And so I just, I feel like it was really, it really touched me, frankly, um, to see you guys going out on a limb and doing this. So let me pull this up for reference. We could discuss uh, fighting small dog shame together. My boys, Chad Kroger and JT Parr, also known as the Party Bros, are with us. They join me now. What's up, buddies? Oh, what's up, Jesse? What up, dude? Dude, stoked you're in Miami. That's one of our favorite cities. <laughs> yeah, this place is dope. Y'all would love it down here. All right, oh, so. for sure. Big Super Bowl tomorrow night. Let's just start off. How do you guys party at a Super Bowl party? Oh, dude, good question. Uh, well, we have a huge rager for sure. Uh, gotta get some brews. We usually have Wood Ranch cater it. Maybe get some burgers and some steaks, which is cool. But, Jesse, there is okay. actually uh, an announcement that JT and I, we want to make to the world. Oh, um, okay. We, we have small dongs. <laughs> yes, there's an epidemic of dudes out there who feel bad about their wieners. And, dudes, you don't have to. Like, I, I have a small thing? dong, and it's dang. Guys, you can't come I stand on live shows and talk about your dongs. You can't do it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you can't do it. Dude, we're yeah. sorry. You can't but do it. 
We just want people right. to know that it's all good, dude. Yeah, you don't have to feel shame, and we're celebrating it, dude. Last we told thing, our dad, Super Bowl and we're going to have an event. <laughs> Super Bowl uh, predictions? Chiefs, dude. Right. I've never seen anyone make it look as easy as happy. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, for happy. sure. But I do love the Niners because California. Um, but right. we will have a rager, and if you're cruising, uh, right. you have a small dog. <laughs> and I, I really want to see <laughs> Andy Reid win a Super Bowl. I'll see you for later. Sure. All right. Yeah, they cut it a bit short. I have a feeling he was mm -hmm. not happy about that. And you know, I gotta say, like, we're talking about important activism. It's 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 just funny for him to be like, oh guys, we can't talk about your small dongs on live TV. But it's like, you know, did uh did Martin Luther King listen when they said, hey, you can't you know march on Washington? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They they, they try yeah. to tell you what are the spaces that are okay to talk about things that are important. And I think sometimes the importance of what we're talking about supersedes the importance of the space so what and, were you yeah. what were you guys meant to talk about when they invited you on because clearly it wasn't that <laughs> uh yeah they wanted us to talk about our super bowl predictions how we were celebrating uh i believe that's it but i mean we just you know we were we were fired up and uh, on this new initiative and we're like we just gotta you know we're live we gotta tell the world we have small dongs and, and we so, had a we had a a listener who has like a really small penis mm. and he was going mm -hmm. through a really tough time and no matter what we told him in emails or how we corresponded with them, nothing would make him feel better about his small dick. And we were like, well, let's, let's, let's show him that it is okay to have a mm. small dick. Uh -huh. you know? And yeah. so it was all for you, Gary. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Gary. Little dick Gary. That's also my dad's name, brother. which incidentally, I guess I probably get a small dick from him too. I wonder if that's him. Oh, nice. yeah. You think it's my dad? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our, our, our dads were less than stoked on the announcement because, you know, You're we outing that. them in the, the process. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. had a steak dinner with them and we were like, dads, look, we're going to tell the world we have small dicks and you might be implicated in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The implication. Yeah. yeah. The what's the implication? <laughs> that they have small dicks. No, I'm saying the implication is funny. Oh, the implication is hilarious. Do you guys, did you guys get any kind of follow-up from that interview? Was he upset with you guys? I mean, obviously he cut you off early. Yeah, he, he was he was not that fired up on it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they're like, you, we can't really have you back on after that. But, mm -hmm. you know. You went out with the I band. Think the, the best of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the message is too strong, you know. It's like, I think I think we're just, you know, giving dudes out there the strength to say, like, what up, world, I have a little hog, and I think that's more important. Yeah, some people said we were banned, but we just were told we couldn't come back on. Yeah. What's I the guess... difference? <laughs> Good question. Yeah, they're kind of the same thing, huh? I think so, unless you have some insight about the difference. You know... <laughs> what, by the way, is it really that uh, controversial of a thing to talk about television? I mean, you, they got, you guys say, hey, we got small dongs. I mean, it's not like you're... You didn't even use vulgar language. Yeah, you guys were totally vulgar. I mean, dong, what are we talking about here? I mean, this is outrageous. Yeah, yeah and Jesse said dong, too. He's like, you guys can't come on and talk <laughs> yeah. about your dongs. Yo, what's up? And, uh, yeah. Uh, Maybe he should so... lose his show. What's up? Maybe he should lose his show for using that language. Oh, dude. You know what I think it was? Was the surprise factor. Because, mm -hmm. like, we test, like, we were like, all right, we have small dongs. And then you can see people aren't used to hearing people talk about their small dongs. And, and I think it kind of threw him. It gets everyone who's in the production room, all the producers, yeah. Jesse, it mm -hmm. all gets them thinking about their dongs. Mm -hmm. And people don't want to be thinking about their dongs when they're under the uh, gun like that. So what yeah. do you guys, 
what do you guys characterize as small dongs? Like, is there a certain threshold? Like with Menza, mm. there's like a certain IQ to join the club. Is there a, is there a length of the penis that qualifies for small dong? It's a good question. I mean, I mean, the the average length is like what, like five and three fourths erect. Mm. Um, that's a solid piece. Yeah, that's a that's a huge that's a huge dink. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, you know, I think I think I think honestly, it's like if you feel like you have a small dong then you know you don't you know all dongs are all dongs are chill but you know i, I think it's more about how you feel about it mm-hmm. yeah, we don't want to exclude anyone who feels like they have a small dong and you know some yeah. people are small when they're not uh too messing and some people are small when they are and and there's and then everyone has different ways of measuring it like do you go and this is really crude i'm sorry but do you go like underneath or to the side and, and so mm-hmm. um there's a lot of variance i don't know if there's a standard for for what mm-hmm. is big or small but mm-hmm. I, I think it's more about the feeling, and I think we've all felt like yeah. it's small before. Penis size yeah. is kind of like in the in the in the heart and soul, yeah, right. more than the physical yeah. body. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. Do you guys I have, knew, Go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off, Chad. Go ahead, please. Oh no, no worries. Uh, yeah, it's like I, I think I, you know, when I heard the first heard the term bell end, which is a British term, you know, it's like there's like you know, sorry to be crude, but there's the, you know, the shaft and the bell end. And I was like, well, I just have a, a bell, you know, there's no end. It's just the <laughs> right, bell. And I was like, right, that's right. when I kind of knew, you know, just a tip. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you talked about erect. You just have a tip. Or like, flaccid. Uh, uh, I think flaccid. I think, I think there's a little bit more length. When, there's a know? little bit more shaft during the erection phase. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That'd be a hell of a thing if it was just a big mushroom tip. Yeah, our, but our yeah, loved it, ones get a little concerned when we talk too much about our penises too. Like they're like, "Don't yeah. tell the world you have small dongs." Like yeah. you know, like they they get worried about it. Mm-hmm. Like our you know, who, like whoever we're dating or like you know, girlfriends or so. Mm-hmm. The the implication parents. even yeah. applies to the partner. Yeah. <laughs> what does it mean yeah. about them? That they would be with a yeah. guy with a small penis. Mm-hmm. What does it say about you? <laughs> I think it speaks super highly. Yeah, I'm fired up. Yeah, you're an ally. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. like, uh, because then there, there's almost like there's different categories of smallness, right? Like, there's an actual medical condition of micro penis, which I'm sure you guys are aware of, which is mm-hmm. really and uh, and I don't mean to to really don't say this to make fun of those with this condition, but like an erect penis is like the size of a jelly bean. So, mm, wow. so I don't know if you yeah. guys. What have a seen, cool dude! Yeah. That sounds like yeah, he could be president of whatever committee we're in for sure. <laughs> the smaller yeah. your penis, the more prestige you have in the community. I think that's what we're hoping yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, back in antiquity days, there were uh, small dongs were all the rage. You know, statue of David. I mean, he he's got mm-hmm. he's got a tiny piece. <laughs> and it yeah, fires he, me up. He probably grew, <laughs> he was probably a grower though. And for, for us, it's yeah. about it's about how you own it. You know what I mean? Like if you mm-hmm. can if you can be in front of a bunch of dudes and just pull out your jelly bean dick and have complete confidence about mm. it, we'll admire you for for not being afraid of what you know people would perceive as a shortcoming. Right. For you owning it like that. That's that's what we're really yeah. encouraging. Mm. You just yeah. stand up and be like, I got a little dick, but on top of that, I got all these other qualities, and I won't be defined by what you think is a shortcoming. Yeah. Yeah, literally True. shortcoming. Yeah. Um, oh. 
<laughs> do you guys yeah do you guys have any tips with those with the with the small members like how like in terms of pleasing a, a woman or do you find that size doesn't really even matter in terms of pleasure i think i think just bring passion into it you mm. know yeah. bring all you have own who you are you know uh to make my peace with it i, I like i went streaking a ton mm. you know legally i guess is legal do your pubes cover your entire penis, or like, do you trim the pubes to make it look bigger? <laughs> we're oh, sponsored dude. by Manscaped. Yeah, we're oh, sponsored. You are for real. Shout yeah. Out. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so that answers my question. I'm obliged to tell you that my pubes are short, dude. Yeah, you. Because yeah. when you got a small, when you got a small one, you really got to trim the pubes down to give it yeah. like the the biggest chance to flourish. <laughs> yeah, like astroturf. Yeah, like yeah. AstroTurf, for sure. Yeah, I, I would tell yeah. those dudes to just be a lot of fun. I think just be a lot of fun. And then yeah. that's what matters the most to people is if they're having a good time. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. The, the, yeah. The, the sex with, like, the penis part, that's, like, I don't know. That's, that's, that's a small part of the whole picture. Yeah, people focus on that completely, yeah. but the other stuff matters just as much, if not more. Yeah. Good point. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. I really do. Well, you guys are inspiring. Uh, I mean, there's so much you guys take on. There's so much you guys stand for. I mean... Do you have new videos in the makings? Or... Um... Any... Yeah, we're... we're social justice we campaign? Social justice. Yeah. There's some other causes that we're... Yeah, what, what, I mean, yeah, we're kind of like in, a, in the middle, in the in-between stages right now. Um, mm. We're thinking about, you know handing out masks in, in different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... That would be interesting. Yeah. And then we were thinking about something with the skate parks. Um, like they shut down the skate parks or right. they put sand in the skate parks. So we wanted to... Oh, that's not... Well, hold on. They did that yeah. to prevent COVID, right? So I kind of wonder where's your heart on that one? Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we're... It's complicated. We're the, it's com- <laughs> yeah, we're on the side of safety for sure. Um, but I think we just want but, we just want the city... We know the skaters are hurt right now and they feel kind of like personally attacked, even if that's just an emotional response. It's how they genuinely feel. Mm. And we just want the city to show skaters that that their hearts are with them as well. Mm. You know, we want to just get everyone on the same page. Mm. And then Chad actually had a genius idea. Like 2020, bad shit just keeps happening. And I think we're all getting kind of used to just the unexpected and, and we want to be prepared for it. So Chad had this fire idea for a, a foam pit. Yeah, so... uh during during the the quarantine, I've been studying uh, astrophysics a lot, and I was like, you know, an asteroid could hit any day. And you know, <laughs> with like the pandemic, we're like, did you say it's asteroid in the realm of physics? Astrophysics. Oh, astro. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to yeah. interrupt you. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're like, an asteroid could hit yeah. any day, and we need to be prepared for it. And like, it's like, how do how do dirt bikers? brace their falls when they're trying out new tricks foam pit so i'm like if we just built a huge foam pit mm-hmm. um i think that could help with the asteroid oh. debacle so you so it's almost like you could play in it and then once the asteroid comes then it's like everybody got a foam pit where you got to absorb this asteroid yeah dude, i didn't even think about the playing in it part too i guess we could you, you might know, as you well could huck get some, use out of it yeah you could you could huck some cork threes in there and then when the asteroids come and just bail now let me ask you this question um you know the asteroid we don't necessarily know where on the earth it will hit so how do you guys maneuver the 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 foam pit to intercept the mm. asteroid's impact so 
Good question. <laughs> um, you just can tow it. Just tow it? <laughs> yeah. What yeah. if it's in the middle of the ocean? Uh, well, no one's using cruise ships right now, so we could put on a cruise ship. Couple. Oh, good call, dude. Oh, that yeah. is a really good call, actually. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. yeah. <laughs> just put on a carnival cruise liner. <laughs> carnival cruise saves the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, did they could you, use the boost. Did you guys hear there was like a, a cruise ship that that finally went back out to sea and they immediately had a coronavirus outbreak. I did see that. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who would go on a cruise right now? That seems like a suicide mission. Oh. Yeah. Our eagerness seems to be getting us into trouble with some of this stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my mom was actually on the cruise ship, the, the one of the princess ones, like in like February. Really? Um, oh. Yeah, like the... So she was on. So there's that one that got stuck. JT, outside are you of vaping off screen or what? I'm sorry to interrupt you, Chad. But I, yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm I get so the feeling that the JT's doing <laughs> something off screen. I'm curious about. No, he keeps dipping I out. Too, I was too embarrassed to do it on screen. I can't do it on. Screen. What are you doing? You're hitting a jewel or what? Yeah, I got a jewel. It just show me. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, but let's, let's. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, Chad. I had to. Uh, I had to acknowledge that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there the, the the two princess cruises. So there's the one. So she was on the one before. There's there's one that got stuck outside of San Francisco for like a week. Yeah, and then a bunch of people on it got COVID. But she was on the cruise before that on oh. the same ship. Oh my so god! So she was on it a week before, and oh. I guess three or four passengers had corona, but they didn't tell anyone on the ship. So they wow. found out. Oh, man, they found out like uh, weeks after. Um. So yeah, I'm 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 grateful that she was. She she got out yeah. safely, but it, it was scary. I remember she was like, yeah, because before I was like, she's like, I was like telling her, I was like, I don't think you should go on this cruise because of like Corona, like some ships are getting stuck out at sea for like 10 days. Like that sounds horrific. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, they won't, they won't refund the ticket. So it was like a whole. Fair enough. I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like well, shit. Like, yeah, you have a good counterpoint. So, I guess yeah. you got to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. that was an especially crazy time because nobody even understood what it was or right. or like how deadly right. it was or what yeah. it meant to have it. So, being one of those yeah. early uh, infections it was especially kind of terrifying and strange. Oh yeah, yeah. Early on, it was terrifying. And you're just hearing so many stories about different things happening to people from like all age groups, and it was, it was. I'm I'm grateful now. It seems like. There, there, there seems to be a little bit more understanding as to how it works and what the probabilities are, but it's still mm-hmm. a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, a lot, yeah. for sure. Which yeah. is surprising to me. I was yeah. like, I thought, I guess I was naive about science. I was like, I thought science would have it all figured out at this point, like five <laughs> months in. Mm. But it seems like, a, I don't know, it's just a, it's a more tricky process than I would have anticipated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the part- I, think, I think the fact that it seems to be mutating a lot, so there's different mm-hmm. sort of like... Uh, do you call it strains out there or, or types? Yeah. So it's um, like it, yeah. Which is that—that's scary too. That like, if there's like a vaccine, I, I don't even know the science, but like that—that that it's changing too. So people need to be prepared on all angles, I guess. And how it yeah. hits different people so differently is also really, yeah, really wild. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. people get like the regular de- Some people get like regular coffee, and then some people get like the double espresso shot, and you're like. <laughs> But they seem like healthy. You're like, I don't yeah. know that, yeah. how it's different. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys are out there doing activism because it is, I mean, it's it's a really important issue. And I'm glad to see you guys are kind of even moving forward to bigger issues. I mean, if we think COVID's bad, just wait 
till the asteroid comes, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Glad, yeah. Glad to hear you guys are working on that. I know you guys have a Hulu show in the works. What is going on? Congratulations on that. I mean, that, yeah. that that's great. Fantastic. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if we can't dive into the creative too much, but okay. it's, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it's an animated show. Mm. What's up? Animated show um, set in ancient Greece. Uh, with two two bros, Greek gods for dads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, our dads are. A oh, you guys are like demigods, or will yeah, yeah. That's epic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's epic, literally. And so uh, <laughs> yeah. we're. Uh, it's been fun too because we've just gotten. I've always loved Greek mythology, and we've got to dive back into that world. And like, the gods are like kind of dumb and and have a lot of like uh, flaws, but they're you know all powerful too, which kind of reminds us of the dads we grew up with. Right. And then, uh, <laughs> not, not specifically our own, but like just you know like the yeah, culture. Yeah, yeah. And then. Um, <laughs> And yeah, we and we loved like the OC and stuff, and it feels like a kind of world that could get mapped over in ancient Greece too. Yeah, wow, I can't wait to see that. What what are do we have some kind of release date uh, uh, in mind? Is this something you guys are currently working on? Yeah, it's still super. We got to get through a lot of things, but we're optimistic. Yeah. Yeah, So you guys still have time to both work on this show and continue to make your videos. For sure. Yeah, at the at the moment. Yeah, I think I think. We, yeah, we we always kind of have like multiple projects going at once, so uh, we're pretty good at, at multitasking, I guess. But yeah, Chad's I think, I think like, Chad works really, really hard. I always have to say this, but he like is like a the hardest working guy I've ever met. <laughs> so I, I, have, I have full confidence he can get it all done. Yeah, uh, I do love working for some reason. Yeah, you say he get uh, it all done. I mean, you make it sound like you're not helping at all, JT. No, I help. I help a lot. I do, I do a lot. Yeah. But, but if it, if I had my druthers, we'd just kick it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, feel that. I know that. I'm that type too. Ela kind of yeah. motivates me. Um, yeah. How do you? You guys are mostly on Instagram. The views on YouTube mm-hmm. are criminally low, in my opinion. I hope oh, that everyone you. goes and oh, subscribes and watches there. But how do you guys make a? Where, where do you guys get your income? Mostly. Um, from our podcast, we, we like oh the podcast. Right? You guys have a really popular podcast, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Live appearances, diff- different oh. like deals that we've made. Um, yeah, we worked various jobs on our way up too. And then, I mean, I was I was spoiled too. My parents will still hook me up with cash and stuff, so that that made it a lot easier. I got a lot more a lot yeah. more swings at the plate than most people get. Um, but but now we're actually doing well with the stuff we've been working on. So we have a couple different revenue channels. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. I'm happy to hear yeah. that. I wish yeah. you guys all the continued success in the world. I can't wait yeah. for that show. That sounds great. The activism, oh, great. You. I'm a huge fan of you two. Not just bros, but like the good bros. The, <laughs> the ome- You guys are the alphas, the beta. You're not the betas. You're the omega bros. I would like to dub you guys all here today. <laughs> I mean, you well, know. thank you. That's nice, dude. Well, I'm a huge yeah. fan of you guys. So this has been such an honor to come on. Yeah, it's yeah. been a really fun That's time. That's amazing. Uh, so yeah, it, it, we loved your performance or your appearance on the Howard Stern show, which was yeah, that really was, epic. I like how oh, Howard's such a fan <laughs> of you guys because like he's not really, it's totally out of his lane in terms of stuff he usually talks about. But yeah. somehow he just has discovered you guys and has this affinity. I find that true of a lot of other yeah. people though, like Ellen, you know, I mean, it's kind of bizarre how yeah. you guys, bo- I feel like, and I don't mean this in a bad way, you guys really resonate with boomers. Yeah, we yeah. we seem to have a, a, a wide range. Like, like yeah, we'll do like it, a, it is a, a wide range. Yeah, there'll be like like if we're in New York, like finance bros will be like fired <laughs> up. You know, it's, 
and there's like moms love us you know it, it's it's pretty uh it, it's pretty cool that the sort of uh it's not just like 18 to 25 year olds it's mm-hmm. it's sort of like like when we first hit we did like a uh a a speech at like a a lunch at disney for like ah. disney lawyers <laughs> for, for like disney, what was the topic? can i say that jt yeah, absolutely. Too late. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. For like Disney lawyers, they're like, the they're like, topic? we love your stuff. It like helped us get through a deal. <laughs> like that's awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, We're waiting for yeah. like a dictator to like our stuff, and then we can go over there. Like, <laughs> well, oh, China's pretty too. close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. North Korea yeah, might be. They're hot on our might be popular in North yeah. Korea. And also, yeah. also, you guys have a a, a podcast that that's doing fantastic. Uh, going deep mm-hmm. with Chad and JT available everywhere. Oh, you guys have a Patreon. Excellent. I gotta hop on over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been a little yeah. uh, not great about the Patreon. Patreon, but, go but support subscribe. them directly. Yeah. God damn it! Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not so angry, maybe. Uh, <laughs> well guys but, uh, I, wish, I wish you all the continued success in the world and I'll be following closely watching yeah. your every move dude thank well, you yeah thank you yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah it's so fun to be on I'm such a fan so thank you it's, guys uh, it's That's been really great nice. to talk to you guys I appreciate you saying yeah, that yeah really nice to meet you guys we love your content yeah, yeah. alright all right, guys well take care oh, yeah. likewise and uh, we love you so, so, yeah. so be safe and God bless and keep those Thanks. small dicks. Oh, thank you. Keep those small yeah. dicks, you know. Do you guys ever do exercises to prolong your dick? I know there's other things you could do. <laughs> Dude, I wasted years of my life trying to find ways to make it bigger. And I just at some point had to accept it as what it is. Because yeah. there's so many remedies out there, but I get the feeling none of them work, right? Yeah, I don't think any of them dick pumps. Uh, I know I think that's Bill Rupp, the football player, used to hang dumbbells from it. Does that work? Because I feel like that would probably just make you impotent. Yeah, I think it's good for mental toughness, but I don't think it has any other benefits. <laughs> right, sure. I feel like that's focusing on the wrong, um, taking the wrong approach about it. Acceptance if, is yes. the key, yes. Acceptance and... Um, well, sometimes before you get to acceptance, Eli, you got to tug on your dick for eight hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. We got to do what we can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Appreciate y'all. Take care. Lots of luck. Everything else. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So nice to meet you guys. Stopping by. Yeah, Yeah, so great to meet you. Bye. Bye. Bye.